Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. What's up, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by rotoinsurance.com. Protect your fantasy team by buying fantasy sports insurance today. Go to rotoinsurance.com and use our promo code JBBenny20 for 20% off your order. So last night, this is what I saw. I, I saw a man named Saquon Barkley play like a pro. He does not have shit breath. I I saw him rip off long runs and turn rinky-dink passes into big gains to put us in scoring position. And then I also saw dozens of other men sniffing glue and stapling paper airplanes to their nuts. Those men not only have shit breath, but they have dingleberries on their tongues. That's how bad they licked the crust on the taint last night. Lucy went to my bookie, put in the promo code VGIANTS, and won the over 43 and a half again. Oh, yeah, my Kraut Mick friends. She's on fire. Lucy is the only bright spot so far this season. You fucking steroid junkies might suck on the field, but Lucy knows exactly how to play you in the book, and that's that. Yeah. And in five, and a four, and a three, and a two, and a one. Hello, reviewers. What's good with your pretty motherfucking asses? Yeah. We appreciate you joining us. If you're wondering why I'm yelling at you, because I'm excited, because we are so goddamn close right there to the Covenant episode 100. Right there. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast. We appreciate you joining us. However you're listening, wherever you may be listening, we love you, and we appreciate you for getting down with the get down. Mm. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Pod, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, Spotify, iHeartRadio, banging out your baby mama's car, uh, in somebody's headphones on the train right now. Somebody yeah. is listening to us somewhere. Motherfuckers and I gotta fuck tell on you. us on a higher level, Benny. I'm telling you, I get more and more people that yeah. give me, like, just like, you know, that let me know that they're fucking with us because they'll say shit like, Hey man, you was planning on whoopie woo, you was planning Oh, okay, that mm-hmm. means you're listening. Alright, that means you're listening. And I appreciate every each and every each and each and every one of you motherfuckers out there. Yeah. They're rocking with us, man. We love y'all. We, we take yeah. the love, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, JP and Penny Blue for the people all day, every day. With the people, for the people, by the people. God damn it, we the Ooh. people. Like the fucking Constitution. The new Constitution. Right, the, real, the, the one that should be. You know what I'm saying? We, we should write the Constitution. We should. You know, as, 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 an, yeah. as, as an, an African-American and a Caucasian in this society, you know what I'm saying? We should rewrite the Constitution, you know what I'm saying, to benefit the people and not government. You know what I'm saying? Yo, uh, uh, let me, first of all, let me shout out, let me shout out a uh, an OG in the podcast game, a hilarious stand-up comedian, um, and a very, very uh, built, but very small man in stature. But he'll probably whoop your ass uh, for those out there trying to talk shit. I watched Joe Rogan's new special last night. He's a very prolific podcaster. Yes. And he actually, he opened he opened up his special with a joke about if you brought back Thomas Jefferson to the current era, his first thing out of his mouth was, you guys didn't write any new shit. And I was fucking on the floor. I was like, yeah. it's so true. Right. We haven't made one goddamn change to that shit. One it's the change. same shit that they wrote. With a fucking quill and feather 
with goddamn powdered wigs, they're out there fucking snorting that cocaina, hmm. like fucking fucking the house slaves doing all this wild shit that they won't even talk about in the history books. And they haven't even added any new shit. So, JB, you might be right. Maybe it's time for some motherfucking revisions on something other than some old frail-ass goddamn pre-sat paper that uh, was written when they were fuck. It took them 20 minutes to reload their goddamn musket. Right, what the fuck, bro? Right, right. It's just, it's just, it's just crazy, man. That, but that's our society, man. You know, that's our society. And the reason why they won't change it is because it's, it's tailored for, you know, the old, old, old white man. That's why, that's why, you know what I'm saying? That's correct. And that's you already what, know. And that's who runs our country. It's old white men. So they're like, shit, if it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. If it ain't broke, you're who, motherfucker? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I'm going to say this. We're not going to oh, go get all political on the people, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll stay there for another episode, maybe. You know, we don't really fuck politics like that. You know? Well, let me let me say this quickly. Like you said, we won't get into it because your, your reviewers, if you've been rocking with us, you already know how we do. I'm just going to say this. There's been some wild shit happening, as you know, by a certain artist who has been in the quote-unquote sunken place. We're not going to get into that. All I'm going to say is this. November 6th or 7th, whatever date that is, stop bullshitting. Like, vote. Just vote. All right? Just go vote. Go vote. Participate. In the process. And I'm going to say something else, man. I'm going to piggyback on that. Not really piggyback. I'm going to go another avenue. Mm-hmm. Please, black people, white people, Hispanic people, stop giving Kanye energy. Like, yeah, you know, Kanye, Kanye is like a fucking five year old child. He's gonna continue mm-hmm. to do what he needs to do to stay in your eyesight, in your psyche. He's gonna do whatever it takes to stay there. All right, that's just how he's exactly. built. You know what I'm saying? He's an attention whore. Don't give Kanye energy. Like, everybody kept posting this shit like when he went to the fucking Oval Office to see fucking fat ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck mm-hmm. cares? <laughs> He's a grown man. Let the motherfucking man do what the motherfucking man do. Fuck him. That's my that's my take on Kanye West. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Let him do what the fuck he want to do. People are grown. They have their own fucking minds. They, can, they believe in what they want to believe in. Hey, I tell people all the time. The red, if, 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 if the, the example of the shit that was going on like two years ago with the fucking white dress, or I mean the blue dress or the white and gold dress, remember that shit? Yeah. Motherfuckers was actually yeah. seeing two different dresses. You know why? Because motherfuckers see things different. Exactly. People like exactly. music. People like different kind of music. People see different colors. People, people hear shit different. I don't give a fuck about Kanye. I don't give a fuck about his bitch. Right. I don't give a fuck about his kids. Yep. I got my own goddamn uh-huh. family to worry about. Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Fuck what he's doing. So stop giving him motherfucking energy. America. Reviewers. Exactly. Fuck Kanye. Stop giving him energy. Hey, to be real with y'all, we lost <laughs> Kanye a long time ago. It ain't just started. We lost him a long time ago. Exactly. All right? So if we I, if we I racist, agree with what my guy is saying 100%. And we had a racist to, today, to the point what he was talking about with, with the colors, reviewers, I'm not only telling you to vote. Do your research and vote. Don't just blindly vote for someone because they quote unquote rock your color. Because both sides have done fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. And it's about time that we start getting more objective because you need to know where these motherfuckers are taking money. You could be voting for a dude who's quote unquote the salt of the earth. Meanwhile, some fucked up organization could be funding his entire fucking campaign. Open oh, yeah. up your third eye, vote. Like, these people don't care about you, so you need to, you need to know 
who's really going to represent. So just vote. We're not going to go too deep in that rabbit hole, as Bizzleman said. Um, and again, we appreciate you rocking with us. And again, at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs and JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all past episodes, all that good shit. Man, uh, first and foremost, we'll, we, as you know, reviewers, we do record these on Saturday. So of course, we got some college foosball going down. Um, J, JB's to the top. Southern Miss has got North Texas today. Um, what are we, 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 we looking at the W? What, what's good with them Golden Eagles? Well, you know, we, we throwing up the W today, man. You know what I'm saying? No, uh, we, we going to North Texas. We taking over. Southern Miss to the top all day. Uh, my boys going to represent. They're going to do their thing, man. There it is. And my big blue, the amazing blue, they're, they're at a, uh, they're at a rare night game tonight at the big house and they are hosting them Badgers from Wisconsin. Uh, Lee Corso, get the fuck out of here, man. You really picked the Badgers. Like, you got a lot of fucking nerve, you old ass motherfucker. Oh, the ball. Uh, hey, guy. it is what it is, what it is. College game day. You're, you know, hey, Desmond was there. Shout out to him. Um, and hey, hopefully it's a big matchup. I mean, whatever team loses, they're basically out of the running for any chance at the college football playoff. So hopefully my guys can show up for a big conference game. Harbaugh, we talked about this a few episodes ago. I played that fucking ether beat, so you already know what time it is. Word. I'm going to say it simply. Get it done. I want to see classic Michigan football. Punch them in the mouth. Control the line of scrimmage. How we, how we are known to do. Just get it done. If you don't get it done, we're going to have a big fucking problem. You're at home. It's a night game. It's it's the college game, game day game. Just make it happen. That's all I'm going to say. Other big games, like JB was saying, our patented pre-production meeting. Uh, at the time of this recording, you got a possible upset alert. you got Vanderbilt hosting number 14, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, got a good SEC, SEC matchup. Another possible upset alert. you got Tennessee trying to make some hay against number 21, Auburn. Um, coming up, you got another big SEC matchup. Uh, Georgia versus LSU, fucking Washington, Oregon. There's some good games. We're we're starting to get reviewers. We're starting to get into conference play, so there's some good fucking games happening. Washington, Washington, Oregon in the Pac-12. That's that's a big good one. Yep. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, man, Uh, that's just a little little quick little dip in the toe of college football. But um, we got some uh, reviewers. We're, you know, you already know what time it is around here. We're, we love our, we love our foosball. Don't get us wrong, but we also love our motherfucking fights. All right, we got some boxing. We got some UFC oh, yeah. to talk. All right, so cue that music right now. We're gonna do we're gonna do a little fight talk. And uh, our guy, your guy, one of our favorite fighters to watch, Terrence Bud Crawford, is uh, defending his WBO welterweight championship belt against Jose Benavides a junior. Now, uh, this is going to be interesting because it's like, you know, it's JB's kind of saying in our patent production meeting, you got one guy who's a real deal, and then you got another guy who's undefeated, but it might be, you know, some fraudulent stats. In a very interesting uh, press conference where old Bud took a swing, and to Benavidez's credit, I watched it in slow motion. He did fucking bob and weave away from the punch, although, you know, it's like it's a press conference, so there's not going to be a lot of mustard on it. And then Benavidez went so far as to say that Crawford was nothing special. And uh, man, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm, pr- I'm proud of Bud. He's he's starting to really develop his personality. He's starting to really develop his his mic talk. Because let's be honest, reviewers, when it comes to promoting a fight, 
you do kind of have to be WWE with the shit. You got to make people excited. You got to make people want to watch the fight. It is, it's, it's, but uh, it's, that's the matchup. So that's tonight. What what do you what do you think about the what do you think about this fight, sir? And what do you think is uh, what is your prediction for uh, how it's going to go down? I mean, you know, um, you know, anytime you're fighting a, a, a Mexican fighter, like you're going to fight him. You know what I'm saying? He's going to fight all day, and we already know that. We understand, but. Think about Bud Crawford. One, he's battle tested. I mean, he is, he is strictly, strictly. He's been, look, he's been putting the fire ball out, beat, putting the fire ball out. He's battle tested. Skill fighter, probably one of the most skilled fighters that's, that's fighting right now today. Hand speed, defense, power, toughness. He got it all. And this other cat, he got long arms, you know what I'm saying? And again, he's a Mexican fighter. You know, I, of course, I'm picking Bud. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not even concerned right. with, with, with what old boy gonna do. He, he's gonna stand in there. He's gonna fight. It's gonna be fighting. You know what I'm saying? Kids. I don't. I don't think the kid's a total slouch, but the competition that he's fought. Mm, you know, not so much. You know what I'm saying? So I got Bud. You know what I'm saying? Probably. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Knocking him out in the eighth. If not, it'll go to distance. Bud will get a, a unanimous decision. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Bud's gonna win by TKO late from working the body. Um, you know, because I think the ben, the Benavidez kid. I don't know that he's. I don't know. I don't even necessarily know that he's a true um, welterweight. I mean, in in a way, the same can be said for the same can be said for Bud. But honestly, you know, I think Bud's done it the right way. He hasn't made ridiculous jumps in weight. And I think I think that he's going to settle in. I don't think Bud will end up going up any farther than 146 because I think with his frame and what what he can do with fighters like that, because it's even even like the size difference is kind of nuts. Not that it really matters too much, but Benavides is way taller than Bud. Right, so, yeah, yeah, you know, his only his only him. real hope, yeah, his his only real hope is if he keeps Bud outside, can work some combinations and establish the jab. I don't think he's going to do that because Bud is very crafty on defense. But I mean, Bud's a really good fighter, and I yeah. mean that kind of bring that kind of brings us to what we were talking about a little bit in our patented production meeting in terms of what you're seeing now with the welterweight division because it's like really that division is like that's where it's like we talked about it. We alluded to it when we were talking a little bit um, about uh, when we do a little bit of boxing on one of our previous episodes where now you look at this division and you have four different champions. You got. Keith Thurman, WBA champion, Sean Porter, WBC, Errol Spence, IBF, and then Terrence Crawford is the WBO. Now, when we did JB's new You Win It or Not segment, one of the first things I asked him, which he wasn't aware of, and it's it's something that's kind of changing the game now, is that HBO boxing after the Danny Jacobs fight is no more. So now what's happening is that you have, you have that new app. I think it's called like Dazen, D-A-Z-N, however you say it. Then you got PBC. This fight tonight's going to be on ESPN. Right. So now I think you're starting to see some of the traditional quote unquote barriers that prevent some of these big fights happening because everyone's got their little individual pay-per-view deals. And I right. think the industry is starting to see, okay, we're in the fucking streaming era now. You can't just be doing this whole pay us $95 to get HBO for three hours. And then, like that day is dead. Like, of yeah. course, it's gonna be a, you got a it's gonna be a subscription model, but it's gonna be different. Like, people watch their shit on their phones now. People watch yeah. shit on tablets. Like, you finally boxing is adjusting to the time. So now, now that we have the landscape here, 
assuming that Bud gets it done, what what do you how do you want to see this shit play out, particularly with his division and no that group of fighters? Well, we gotta see some some unified fights. We gotta we gotta we gotta like, well, like we talked about the the panic production team. We gotta get a a smooth six months of unified fights, man. To get get all these you know just, just put somebody on top. Like there has to be one guy. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how boxing always has been. In every every weight class, there's always one guy on top, and everybody's trying to knock that guy out. That's what makes boxing fun. That's what makes boxing great. We spoke about it in previous episodes about all these goddamn belts. Like, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's four, four belts in one fucking weight division. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck does that work? Nah, you got a heavy, you got a welter, you got a middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, it's, it's one belt floating. Who's got it? Oh my God. It, it would make for amazing fights. You know, it would make, it would make boxing so much more popular. Uh, let, let's just be real. Like, it's, it's, with, like you said, Earlier about the whole pay per view thing, it took it downhill. They took it downhill drastically, right? Because motherfuckers was like, "I'm not gonna pay this much money to watch fighters who I don't even fucking know." You know what I'm saying? Right. Because there's so many goddamn boxes out there right now. So many boxes, like we just talked mm-hmm. about again. So many boxes, so many belts, and and, and one damn weight class. Like, that shit is weak. You know, that shit we it saturates sport. It, it, it saturates sport. Like whereas. UFC, there's one belt, one class. Who's got it? You know what I'm saying? Right. There might be different classes, but it's one belt. Who's got it? Oh, he got it. I want to fight him. Right? I want that belt. I'm going to fight him and get that belt. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, right. it, it, it's just, it, it's, it's great that they're, that they're coming back and they're bringing, that they're bringing it back for the people to the people because... When I heard that 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 that, that uh, Terrence fight was on ESPN, I'm like, okay, is it on the streaming ESPN or is it on ESPN tonight? Right, ESPN plus plus. Download this, pay for this. It's like, what the fuck? Right, right. So, I think you know, so just because I watched, you know, saying PBC, um, and, and 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 you know, um, the top ranked boxing on ESPN, I'm pretty sure it's just on ESPN, the regular channel, but. Uh, I think I, I think it's great for the sport, man. If people be able to watch fight, you know, so these guys are gonna get paid regardless, you know, what I'm saying because they're fighting these in these arenas, you know, what I'm saying, and they're still gonna get like their money from streaming, and they're, they're getting paid either way it goes, you know, what I'm saying. But with all these fighting deals, and you know, oh, you got so many fights, so time, you got so many fights, it, it, it did keep big time fights happening. Well, we're gonna see now if we can get some of those big time fights happen. You know, that's a good segue when you talk about all, all these damn belts as you say and all the different networks and all the promoters and shit. Because that takes us to the UFC where it's just one league and they got the one belt for each division and um, you know I gotta tell you man, like they're really like it's funny because like some fight fans who are more like the traditional cats they don't like the WWE effect that sometimes can spill over the boxing or UFC, but to be honest with you, that's what you need to do because the UFC, if there's one thing that they're doing right, they're building stars, and they got it right because they took two of their stars in their prime and they got them to fight. That's Connor and Khabib. They fought last weekend. Uh, spoiler alert for the fucking two people that haven't seen it already. Uh, Khabib won. I think that we both thought Khabib was going to win. He, you know, he, he used his strengths in terms of wrestling. He got Connor to tap out. Connor... 
I don't know what it is with you, dude, but like we saw in that in that fucking whatever you want to call it uh, fight with Floyd. Um, that dude's got a real conditioning issue. So whoever his trainers are, they need to figure that shit out because he gets fucking gassed. Yeah, and right. he's got to figure that shit out moving forward. If he's going to even continue to fight, I mean, let's be honest, his ass might just be a fucking personality. But I think I think he will end up fighting again, maybe like Tony Ferguson or whatever. So anyway, Khabib wins, and then all the shit happens afterwards, and that's when people start to bitch like, "Oh, it's like, oh, it's like wrestling, blah blah blah." It's like, dude, first of all, like you gotta understand what was happening in the goddamn press conference. Like there was some fucked up shit being said from Connor's team to Khabib, but at the same time, Khabib's team tried to do some sucker shit and like try to like sneak one on fucking Connor after he'd just been choked out. Which, by the way, that was weak as shit because they didn't even like connect anything. JB and I were talking about that in our padded production meeting. We saw the alternative angles and whatnot, and it looks like I was just pulling it up. It looks like the Nevada State Athletic Commission has suspended them, but. It's, 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 let's be honest, it's pretend suspension, right? Yeah. Like, they got suspended for, it says, quote-unquote, at least 10 days, right. which is bullshit, because you know they're going to build this up, and they're going to have them fight again in uh, in uh, six months. So, yeah, man, that's what, uh, I mean, you know, what, what do you think about all that shit in terms of how it, how the fight went down and all the shit that happened afterwards? Oh, uh, the fight was a fight, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, like you said, Conor got gas in the fight, uh, but... He still told, told the man, uh, Connor hadn't been in, in, in the octagon in over, in over a year. And so I, I, nobody expected Connor to win the fight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Khabib is conditioned. He's been in that thing. He, he's all in. You know what I'm saying? He's a hell of a wrestler. He's strong. You know, I don't know if you saw the video of him wrestling a bear when he was nine years old. Yes, right? yes people. A bear. I mean, like a real savage life. So it was a baby grizzly bear versus a baby man. And the baby man yeah. was getting the best of the baby grizzly bear. Look. The dude is, like you said earlier, his, his background is wrestling. So when he gets you on the ground and grappling, you know what I'm saying, you have to be conditioned to do that. That'll wear you out, period. So Connor got in there, he did it, you know, fearless. And one thing, I, I, I take my hat out to him all day, fearless. Ain't no, ain't no ducking fights going on. He, he wanted to fight the best, he fought the best, lost. Hey, to a man, that's how it's supposed to be. You win some, you lose some. Connor didn't, he didn't make no excuses. He said, I got my ass whooped, and we'll, we'll go from here. Khabib right. took it personal to another level. That's bullshit. I don't care. No way. I don't give a fuck how you cut it. Everybody was like, oh, that was the best part. No, it wasn't. That shit was sad to see. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it was sad to see. And 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 it, it was, I, I'm sitting there watching them like, that's that's the weakest shit on earth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's just whack. You endangered innocent people's lives because you, you're so angry about what they said about your religion and about your family. Motherfucker, words don't hurt nobody. Right. Since when they had, like, this goes back to fucking to middle school. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers say all they want when they put their hands on you. It's a problem. Like, don't be dumb, fam. You know what I'm saying? You just, you just endanger innocent people's lives. And, you know what I'm saying? It, it just wasn't cool. It wasn't cool for the sport. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't good for it. Just, it just wasn't good for Nevada Game Commission. It wasn't good for nothing. It wasn't good right. for nothing. But for, for dumbass dude, like, oh, that's a shit. Oh, ooh, oh, look at that. That shit whack. You know what I'm saying? That shit was whack as fuck. And Khabib, Ryston needs to be suspended, bro. Like, you don't just jump out of the octagon and go into the crowd and start fighting. Don't give a fuck who you're trying to fight. Exactly. Like, that, that's yeah. bullshit. He needs to be suspended indefinitely. Like, Connor didn't do shit. I don't know why he's suspended. You know, I, I don't I don't understand why it's been. Like you said, they're trying to build up some kind of kind of fake hype. or like, It ain't no ain't no need to fake no hype. Ain't no need to, to put no hype behind it. They fight again. Motherfuckers going to be sitting there watching it like they did the first time. 
So right, right. And to your point, kind of what you're alluding to in terms of how how they handled it in terms of you know their press conference shit and whatnot. Like Khabib went as far as to say, "Oh, I'm going to quit the UFC if you if you punish one of my team members." It's like, well, yeah, of course, one of your team members is going to get punished if they fucking jump if they jump the cage and, tr- and try to fucking steal right, off yeah, on yeah, Connor. Right. Of course, yeah, that's yeah. going to happen. Right. Not even mention that shit. These assholes jump in the fucking octagon. And Connor's right. just Connor's just sitting there chilling. These motherfuckers try to jump him. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing? Like, so so people shouldn't get punished for that shit. Him, him and his whole fucking camp should be chips, should be should be sat the fuck down. Like real shit. Exactly. They should be sat the fuck down. That, that's inexcusable. Like this is this is not motherfucking Russia or wherever the fuck you from, Kazakhstan, right. you know what I'm saying? Like whatever the fuck the backwoods in Russia, wherever the fuck you from, this ain't that. You know what I'm saying? You have a, 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 a you have to uphold a certain behavior because this a, a certain level of professionalism because this is just that it's professional sports. It's right. professional sports. Like and, there's no place for it. Sorry. And and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is a fight like this. A matchup like this is the ultimate case study. Regardless of all that shit happened, we we already know that 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 all is fucked up and, and it shouldn't happen. Yes, it's quote unquote entertaining, but like reviewers, as JB said, his most famous fucking catchphrase don't be dumb don't be dumb, um, don't read too much into it because you gotta understand a lot a lot of that shit comes from the hype and after after connor fights recently you saw it after he fought floyd you definitely saw it after this fight because he's back in the ufc which is his traditional fighting style people are saying oh connor's overrated why does connor get all these big fights let me tell you something reviewers and you can apply this to any form of life well, at least when you do anything that involves entertainment, I'll say. If you, whether you're an athlete, you're an entertainer, a musician, whatever. The reason why Connor gets these fights is because Connor has a motherfucking PhD in promoting himself. Right. That's why he gets these fights. Connor will make a fucking average, like not even a fight fan, want to watch his fight. He knows how to get people riled up. He got in Khabib's head. Khabib is quite possibly the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Right. And he made that dude get so pissed off that he had a fight and then he jumped out of the ring and had another fucking fight. You can't tell me that Connor doesn't know. That made the, that made the rematch. Dana White's going to talk on the shoot. Oh, it was terrible for sport. Meanwhile, Dana White's behind the scenes fucking lighting the cigar rub, with a $100 hands, bill. Rub, rub, Are you kidding me hey, right now? Rubbing his hands like Birdman. Ooh, rubbing his hands like Birdman. You gotta be shitting me. He's gonna make double the money on the rematch. Get the fuck out of here if you're saying, oh, blah, blah, blah. we all know the shit was fucked up outside the ring. We get that. But you can't say nothing about that. That's gonna build up the rematch so much bigger. They're gonna have so much fucking content to promote. Are you kidding me? So right. Anybody who sits there and talks shit about Connor. Can he can he fight better? Can he add more to his skill set? Can he get his cardio better? Of course he can. But in terms of the fact that if you want to watch him or, or not, don't fucking lie to yourself. The dude knows how, that's why you watched Floyd's ass. So many people bitched, moaned, and complained about Floyd. But at the end of the day, your motherfucking ass was at a bar or at your buddy's house, and you were watching. Right. A lot of you were probably hoping and praying that he would lose. But guess what? The motherfucker knew how to promote a fight. And that's what you have to do to be successful in boxing or UFC. I see all these boxers complaining about, I'm not getting paid what I'm worth. 
You know why you're not getting paid what you're worth? Yeah. Because the only thing you're good at is the fight. Right. You're not good yeah. at promoting. You don't know how to talk. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how to. Yo, you have no fucking personality, you know what I'm saying? You just sit there with your mouth closed. Nah, fuck it, open your mouth and talk. It's not being cocky, it's, you know what I'm saying? None of that shit. It's, it's being a fighter. Look, this is the individual sport, man. Like, yep. it is. It is an individual sport, so you have to make people like you. You know what I'm saying? You got to make people like you. It's not like football or basketball where you play a team sport as an individual, you know what I'm saying? You're the one that sticks out like a sore thumb, so everybody's going to like you. Huh. It's an individual sport, so you gotta pump it up. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta make people believe what the fuck you're selling. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it, it, nothing, nothing more to be said on that. Uh, so you know, we'll, you know, I'm, I'm definitely curious to see what happens moving forward. Yep. Um, and shout, shout out to Derek Lewis. Oh man, we, we put him, we put him on the flyer for our last episode. He. I kind of feel bad for him because it's a quick turnaround time and he fucking said it in the press conference where he's like, he literally said, I need to sit my black ass down because right. he was I fucking need to sit my yes. black ass down. He's big ass tired, motherfucker. Hey, he's great for the sport, man. He's great for the sport. Speaking of yeah. guys that, 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 you know, just basically, you know, just tell it like it is. Just, you know, just, just, just shit talking. He's just a man talking shit. I mean, shit, that was, it was, exactly. a it was beautiful to see, man. Exactly. Well, hopefully, hopefully he gets some time to rest because he doesn't have a lot of time. Because uh, they got him fighting Daniel Cormier for the belt in, in December, so that's a pretty quick turnaround time. So yeah. I'm rooting for Derek Lewis. We fuck with him. He's a friend of the podcast, future guest on the podcast. I'll take it even yeah. a step further because we got to get his ass on here. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, hopefully he hopefully he can win win the belt because um, uh, he's a fuck. You want to talk about you want to talk about promoting a fight and wanting to watch someone fight? I yeah. want to watch him fight. Uh, yeah. Like that shit was entertaining, if nothing else. Yes, sir. Um, hey, shout so out speaking- real quick. Shout out real quick to our, our, our guy in front of the podcast, uh, Jones Bones Jones uh, is Ooh. back Ooh. in this thing, and he does have a fight coming up. Uh, he's back. Tension has been lifted. He's back in the octagon, and it's going mm-hmm. down. He's our guy. We love him. Friend again, friend of the podcast. Shout out to Bones Jones, man, getting back in this thing. You know you love to do it. Uh, I, I pray to God none, none of this crap tell his ugly head again about, you know, him him drinking or eating something that just, you know, it's so many things that can register in your body as, right. uh, as a performance-enhancing drug. And I, I, I mean, I honestly don't think he was on any kind of PEDs. Um, you look at Bones Jones, he looks the, he's looked the same way for the last fucking eight years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 he, he don't look no different. So, you know, shout out to Bones Jones, man. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 he, he's a hell of a fighter. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah. he's a shit talker. You follow his Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Follow his Instagram. He talks shit. He, he, he's the one, another one of those guys that's good for the UFC because he, he promotes himself. He handles himself in a certain way. He's an interesting guy to watch. You know, people want to watch him fight. Hey, Johnny Bones, all I'm going to say is no more dick pills, no more coke. You know what no I'm saying? More Put it down. Pills, no more coke. Right? No more. You were you were so good. Just put it. I mean, at least not before the fight. I put mean, it down. Yeah. Right. You you could you might be able to, you might be able to catch him at a bar, at uh in your in in the greater Phoenix area. And if you do, just keep an eye on him. And if you if you see if you see any sort of pills or powder, be like, nah, bro. We can't we can't be fucking with it. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep your nose clean. You're you're a Hall of Fame fighter. And shout out to him for getting back in the octagon. And hopefully, like JB said, staying in the motherfucking octagon. Um, well, viewers, guess what? You know what time it is. It's time for our patented live read. Dude, you know and, uh, what of course, time it is. 
We are brought to you. You know what time it is. We are brought to you, of course, by our friends at my bookie. All right, viewers, sure, watching football is fun, but it's more entertaining when you have some action on the game. Guys, you've heard us talking about this for a week. Some of you are still on the sideline. Whether you are an expert or a rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. Now, if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, right, and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, can create a big parlay, all right? Pick three teams to win, and if you hit all three, you can turn 100 into 600. That's right, guys, turn $100 into $600. There's so much to bet on. Play on baseball, hockey, primetime fights, and more, all right? But my bookie is the, is the one bet that we know you'll be happy with all year. We recommend these guys because we really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. If you're on the sidelines, now is the time to get in the game. My bookie will still match your deposit dollar for dollar. Your first deposit dollar for dollar, but you got to join now because they are going to be pulling that offer. Log on to my bookie right now and double your money. Use promo code Benny, and you'll get your first deposit matched 100%. That's promo code Benny, B-E-N-N-Y. My bookie, you play, you win, and you get paid. Yeah, money oh, yeah. Game. Yeah. That's right, our viewers. Shout out to my bookie. Make sure you go check them out. Shout out to Roto Assurance as well. Make sure you protect your motherfucking fantasy picks. There are a lot of cats out here going down for the season. Make sure you don't get fucked over on your auction leagues, losing all that money when a cat fucking tears his ACL, mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. Sitting, on, sitting, on, sitting on a yacht, minding his own business. Pow! Oh, there goes a ligament. Oh, he's gone for the year. Fuck. The cruel game. The cruel game, reviewers. Make sure you fucking protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? And uh, speaking of that, we, uh, we're we rolling into week six. But first, we got to see how we did week five with the Savage Picks. And with a drum roll, please. Oh, Bizzle Man is at 35, 41, and 2. And yours truly is at 41, 36, and 2. God damn it. I'm pulling away. But not so fast, my friend. There's a lot of season left. But let's see how we did here with week five. Uh, we both picked the pass, dude. With fucking Thursday night football. They got a good win. They're starting to make some plays now that they got some more offensive weapons for young Tom Brady to get it in. Uh, the Bungles won. Unfortunately, JB did not get his uh, my bookie bet of the week with the Ravens, who lost another close Cleveland. Goddamn Cleveland. Eking yes. these wins out. My kitty's got it done. Vegas, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Mm. Come on now. We got it done against some cheese eaters. Uh, Chiefs beat the Jags. Almost picked the Jets last week. Didn't. And we both picked the Broncos and they lost. The Steelers got it done. JB's Black Cats got it done. Yeah. He correctly picked the Chargers to get it done at home. Uh, we both picked the, the Bleeds uh, last week, the Eagles, and they, uh, they, they fell to the Vikings. Hallelujah, Arizona! Praise the Lord! It. That was my my bookie bet of the week, and you got the W as we correctly predicted. Good Lord! They got it done. They finally got a win in the big bell bottom, as JB says. Uh, Rams hung on to win in the uh, in in the old Century Link there up in Seattle, but they're a little bit banged up. Uh, watched a fucking mediocre as fuck Texas matchup where right. the Texans ended up winning. And we both picked the cowgirls for some reason. And shout out, we said it on our IG again at JB and Benny Blue, JB and Benny Blue dot com. Yeah. We said it. We're the Drew Brees, all time passing leader, most yards, 
Um, they got it down on Monday Night Football. Salute to him, man. Yeah, that man. dude's a good dude. Last night. And uh, he's come back from a lot, man. Salute to him, for real. He got it done. Shit. So that was week five. But God damn it. Always on. Let's see what's going to happen in week six. Always on. With these motherfucking savage picks. Do the motherfucking music. Brah! Week six. Marty up one in week six. Picks. Woo! All right. So starting right off, reviewers again, at JB and Benny Blue, we did the exclusive Thursday Night Football Savage pick only on our IG account. And uh, boy, I got to tell you, this was an eye-opening week. I mean, there's a lot of shit that we already knew, but damn, son. Um, I thought the weather was going to equalize it out a little bit. They had a little bit of a glimmer of the hope early. It was the Eagles at the Giants. And boy, when I tell you, the Giants definitely did not win. Uh, they uh, they got their ass whipped, and uh, we and saw some shit. And JB put it on our Instagram story, and I had to turn it into a post because we talked about it in, in the in the patented state of the Bird Gang last week, like we do every quarter of the season. Where we, I had to ask JB if the Cardinals were the uh, the worst team in the league. But as he as he said in his Instagram story, um, it may be the Giants. Maybe my, is, that, maybe, is that correct? Maybe, are the Giants now the worst team in the league, sir? Maybe my ass. They are the worst team in the league. <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, and man, let's, let's let's be clear about this, guys. I didn't get a chance to put up my um, put up my uh, my pick on on our stories. I had things going on. I had business. I was sending to, but I I did mm-hmm. pick the Eagles. Benny knows I texted that in black and white. Uh, picked mm-hmm. the Eagles to win over the Giants. Uh, the Giants just got a bunch of bullshit going on, starting with the offensive line. Um, bottom line, I mean, and it's been like that for quite a while. Um. And it's more so their pass protection than a run block. You know, Shaquan Barkley uh, got some nice holes, and he, he he made some hay. He got got us a hell of a lot of fantasy points there. But uh, so, uh, yeah, the Giants got problems offensive line wise, obviously defensive wise. But their defense is same. It's kind of the same thing that was going on with, with, with us Cardinals. Uh, is that their offense is on the field for a very minute time, and their defense is on the field long at a time. Which that that's a combination for disaster. Every time, mm-hmm. any and every time it comes about. Uh, Shaquan Barkley got us 28-90, all right? Beautiful, great job, Shaquan Barkley, on, on our fantasy point. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, worst team in the league, bottom line. Um, and that's that. Here we go, fantasy picks. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, again, we are we are doing well. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, our For the People NFL.com Fantasy League. Um, I'll tell you what, man. We're uh, we're we're riding pretty high right now. Reviewers who have joined the league, you better step your shit up, because otherwise, otherwise, we're going to be interviewing ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's nobody's going to be guests on this bitch. Four one, baby. Was there four one? (laughs) Like that, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, So JB said we're we're jumping right into it uh, with the week six savage Savage pick. Starting, starting with the uh, the now Fitzmagicless. Buccaneers are going into these super fucking bipolar, hot and cold uh, dirty birds. That's the Falcons. It's the Buccaneers at the Falcons, and the line is three for the Falcons at home. Mm. Uh, well, call me crazy, but I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on this one because James Winston has had a full week of practice, and he, mm-hmm. he's back. And, you know, the kids, people said the fuck they want to say about James Winston. Uh, the field. First of all, he's been clean for about two and a half years, you know what I'm saying, as far as like not having an incident, you know, so let's get over that, people, because I know ESPN loves to 
soon as they bring his name up, you're like, yeah, this did in 2001. Like, fuck all that. Right. All right? 2018, he's been doing his thing. He's a leader. Everybody that built it loves him. He's back. And with those weapons that he's got, uh, Don Jackson and Big Mike Evans. Yeah. And let's not forget um, O.J. Howard, that fucking tight end, that fucking uh, monster of a tight end they got. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I think Atlanta's just, like like you said, a bipolar, too hot, too cold, man. Uh to Edo Smith, Southern Miss to the top. You know what I'm saying? Running back got drafted wow. by the Falcons. Southern Miss is good. Is, uh, he, he, if he gets a touchdown this game, he'll be the first rookie running back to have a touchdown in three consecutive games. Shout to you, Edo, Southern Miss to the top. But the Buccaneers going to win this thing. Yeah, I agree. If there's one thing that the whole Fitzmatrick little run, you know, really displayed is that, you know, the Buccaneers really do have good talent when they can when they can play and there's some good play calling. Now, you know, Jameis getting back in the swing of things. I mean, the Falcons just it, it, it's it, it's very simple. They can't stop anybody like they have to. They have to put up mega points. So I can put enough faith in the Buccaneers defense to, to make it a little bit uglier. And that may be the key to the game. So. I'm going to agree. I'm going to pick the Buccaneers on the road as well um, to get it done. And may, it may take a, a play late, early to get the win, but I don't trust the Falcons. It is a it is a must win game at home. They are one and four, um, but I think it's going to be shaky for them. So I'm, I'm picking the Buccaneers as well. Um, going to AFC North matchup, it's the Steelers who are starting to make some get some mo. Uh, going to the Bungles, the four and one Bungles that is. And the line is a point and a half for Cincy at home. Man, these games here now, talking about can go either way and quickly. Um, man, I, I just can't go against the Steelers on this one, man. Uh, I know the Bengals, uh, first of all, Giovanni Bernard is fucked up. I know because he fucked me last week in fantasy. So huh. I don't know if he's actually playing. Mixon, we know he's out. Those are two vital parts of their offense. Right, uh, AJ is banged up still, and the Steelers are gaining momentum. So I'm gonna have to go with Steelers on this one, man. Uh, I, I just know uh, history repeats itself with the Bengals every year. <laughs> so right. uh, it's, it's, this is about the time that they start fucking up. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, and I'm gonna agree. I'm going the Steelers on the road. They're getting some good things out of James Conner, and I think you know they're they're starting to settle in. They're starting to build their trust. They know they know that that Bell's coming back after Week Seven, so I think that that shit's starting to die down. And ultimately, I think where the Bungles fuck themselves over is I don't really think it's necessarily a lack of talent. I think they just have they always seem to have weird coaching issues whenever they play the Steelers, and the Steelers have a way of getting in their heads. So. Uh, I think this is the time now where you're going to start seeing it's, you know, we're, we're past the whole overreaction September era. Right. Now you're going to start seeing the teams that are actually good start to rattle off some consecutive wins. So I agree. I'm picking the Steelers on the road. Uh, moving right along, another AFC matchup. This one's going to be interesting. It's the San Diego, Orange County, fucking Reseda, mm. L.A., goddamn Barstow Chargers oh. going into Cleveland. Cleveland. Chargers at the Browns and the line. I don't know if I'd bet this, but the line is a point for Cleveland at home. <laughs> Cleveland getting respect as they should. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Cleveland. Uh, rezone, rezone, as they say in the Cajun cities, uh, is that Cleveland's defense is fucking phenomenal. 
Like, yep. so these dudes are fucking takeaways. wild, man. They are kicking ass. Um, now, let's not take nothing away from the Chargers defense. They're good. They're they're hot and cold. You know, they can be a very dominant football team. They just don't. So, I'm going with the Browns. The Browns are hot. As you stated in a couple of our, 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 a couple, um, couple episodes before, the Browns didn't know how to win. They're learning how to win now. And that's not a good thing for a lot of people that go on. Uh, that, that a lot, a lot of NFC, uh, AFC team. I'm going with the Browns on this one. Browns shit rolling. Hey, the victory possum, they're probably letting loose, you know? Yeah, the motherfucker, the rally possum. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. A rally fucking possum, Cleveland. Hey, whatever, whatever it takes at this point. If you got fucking possums running around your fucking stadium, make sure that motherfucker doesn't have a curse on it and do what you got to do because you're finding ways to win. And I agree. The Browns, the Browns lead the league in takeaways right now. Oh, they yeah. have a good, they have a good defense. They have yeah, a sound yeah. defense. Um, if there, and if there's one thing that they can make, uh, make a team turn over the ball, it's the fucking Chargers, let me tell you. And the Chargers, they're traveling west to east. Um, so that never really fares well, typically for the West Coast teams. Also, too, I don't, I don't really trust them at the second level. And I think the Browns, if they can, if they can, if, if the juice can get loose, if they can get the juice loose, they can, they can get some shit over the top for uh, Higgins. Callaway's fast as fuck. And I like that they're they're finally starting to really understand how to utilize Nick Chubb because that kid can run when you actually give him the ball. Oh yeah. So um yeah man I mean Baker and Baker's you know Baker's being Baker so I like the Browns to, in a fucking rowdy ass dog pound to get to get the win at home. Oh yeah, the Browns are rocking. Exactly. Um, speaking of fucking rowdy ass fan bases and good lord, do these folks need a win? It's the Squawks versus the it. 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 <laughs> no reviewers, I'm not sick. That's just how we say the Raiders, right? Ah! How we both <laughs> oh, we have Tourette's. Reviewers, we're, we we don't take medication, as it turns out. Uh, the Squawks at the Raiders, um, and the line is fucking two and a half for the Squawks on the road. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm, I'm going with the Squawks, man. I can't... Uh... You know they're they're the type of team that they, they I mean they have a lot of internal issues but they're gaining momentum and their defense is playing with more confidence as we saw against the the Rizam, the high powered Rams the Raiders, the Raiders just ain't got it man I don't they just ain't got it now, I know it's the first time that Marshawn Lynch is gonna see uh, the, the, the 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 blue and and, and light orange uh, bright green whatever the fuck colors it is since left right He's never played against him. this is the first time playing against him. he's gonna be amped up. Uh, he's yep. gonna run the ball well, but he runs the ball well every goddamn Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'm going Seahawks. They'll get it done against. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. He's okay, reviewers. Just relax. All right. He may. He may. There's. There's a lot of things that JB and I lead, need, but goddamn it, that's how we say the Raiders. Get over it. And guess what? We're gonna keep saying the Raiders because guess what? Just, just like the just like the way it sounds when we say it. The Raiders can't can't get the engine started. You know right. what I mean? They can't do it. The engine ain't going to turn over. Marshawn's going to have a good game. He's going to want to show it against his former team. The Raiders are going to fuck it up with with honestly with play calling. Let's just call it what it is. Ooh. They're going to fu- they're going to fuck it up with play calling. Spider wide, spider, spider two wide banana ain't working. Exactly. Gruden. John Gruden. It's going to be it's going to be a long off season of soul searching. I'm not saying you can't get the job done overall, but it's going to be it's just going to end up being a rough first year. It is what it is. The Squawks get it done on the road. I agree. 
Uh, moving right along, it's the Bears versus the Finns. Uh, Bears at the Finns, and the line is three and a half for the Bears on the road. Mm. Are the Bears? Are they three and one? Are they? Are they played less than one less game? Oh, well, it's because they had a they had, they had a bye week last week, I believe. It was, uh, it was the Bears okay, and the Buccaneers. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. That's right. Okay, here we go. So, um, yeah, Bears defense um, versus Tannehill. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to Bears. <coughs> Woo, as I yeah. squeeze it out, I'm going to Bears, man. Um, you know that kid Khalil Mack. He's a, he's a, he, he he makes play pretty much every game to display the outcome of the game, and he's going to do the same thing against the Dolphins, man. A uh, stack fumble, uh, a stack at a crucial moment. Something's going to happen, and that that uh, oh, oh risky Trubisky, man, uh, and that that risky that, that crazy offense that the Bears run. Yeah, I think I think they get it done down there in South South Florida. Hey, Ra- hey, Raiders! Guess what? Khalil Mack is the best defensive player in the league, um, and you f- you done fucked up. But you, you know, done but fucked but up. you know, Benny, I, I, I tell people this all the time. You know, Khalil Mack was with the Raiders for what, four years, three years before he left, mm-hmm. and yeah. the, and the Raiders defense was still in the bottom of the barrel. So you know, Khalil Mack can be as great as he want to be, but he he still wasn't doing shit on the Raiders. I mean, he, he put up numbers and all that shit, but. He's in a better place, all right? <laughs> so, right. Like, you know, it, it ain't like, you know, when you, when you look at it from a GM, from a business standpoint, you're like, that's what you look at. You're like, you know what? I, I think it's still fucking sucks. So why are we paying this dude again? All right, right. here we go. <laughs> yeah, all right, here we go. Right. So, you know, so it is what it is. So, yeah, Khalil Max in a better place. This is, you know, he's happy. You know he is. You know what I'm saying? He's with a, a, a right. bunch of guys that are more talented. And, and, yep. and, and, and it's a better scheme being played. It's just he's in a better place. Exactly. Bad, so that that's really that's really what it is. He needed to move on, and he he's playing better because of it. And like you said about let like you said about the Bengals, bro. The same thing applies to the Dolphins. This is this is now where you're gonna see the real Dolphins, and the real Dolphins aren't that good, mm. uh, especially at the quarterback position. Mm. They are gonna get beat at home. They have no home field advantage, and they're just they're just playing a superior defense. Yes. Tannehill, be prepared to be sore. Monday morning. Mm. Pause. That's all I'm going to say. Oh. Be prepared. And then, honestly, I'm and I'm I'm going to take a step further. I I am predicting the great the great blue dini predict a bullshit roughing the passer penalty in this game. Yeah. That's all I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see that. Yep. So we both picked the Bears. All right. It's the Blade Gang. <laughs> Them Cardinals flying into the big glass house. Word to groundskeeper Willie. It is the <laughs> Cardinals at the Vikings. And oh, JB, just a disrespectful line. Mm. They're saying 10, 10 mm. for the Vikings at home. Why do your, tell the uh, reviewers why your Bird Gang steals one in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. That just, oh. Yeah, I feel so, oh, I feel so played. Um, our defense, that's why. Turnovers. And let's be clear, guys. The Vikings defense ain't what it used to be. The whole Vikings defense ain't what it used to be. Uh, so, mm. Our offense is figuring it out. All right, we need to stop dropping balls. I was on my on, on our guy friend of the podcast, OJ Vaughn. You know what I'm saying? On the focus, mm-hmm. I was on the show last week, and word to his son, man, his son sounds great on on, on, on the mic. Good kid, very very well spoken. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't expect anything less from that man. Great family right there. So look, drop balls have killed us for two weeks straight. Drop balls. That's what I said it. Even Larry Fitzgerald, the great one, all right, legend Larry himself, 
All right, not Larry Legend because there's only one Larry Legend. I'm talking about Legend Larry, Larry Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Drop passes in the last two games that hurt us. Even in the victory against San Francisco, hurt us. Two things, two big time factors. Turnover. Yeah. All right, we're gonna make you like that. Turn the ball over twice. All right. Yeah. And David Johnson gets loose. Thirteen gets loose, and three gets it there. And all our receivers are catching big balls. Carlos come out of there with a win. Put that in your fucking lip and spit it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So of course, of course, you got the bird gang. I do. Th- I think that's all. That's all going to play a part. I do think the Vikings end up end up sneaking a win. I mean, they need to play well. They got to. They got to stick in the hunt for the division. Yep. Uh, Legend Larry, as JB called him, he's actually from. For those who don't know, he's from the Twin Cities. He's okay. from St. Paul, so he's he's gonna have a big game. He's purified um, himself into the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> shout out to rest in peace and shout out to Prince. Um, David Johnson's gonna get loose. Like he said, that that is very true in terms of what's happening with their defense. Delvin Cook, you don't really know what's going to happen with him as far as as far as a run game. Um, you know, I think the Vikings are going to, you know, not to take shots at the Bird Gang, but I think the Vikings are going to kind of play down to their level in a sense where they're not they're not going to that 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 line is disrespectful. Ten, it's not going to be ten points. Are the Vikings going to win? Yes, I think the Vikings are going to win. But don't be surprised if they if they end up getting out of the big glass house by the hair on their chinny chin chin. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to say the Vikings are going to win, but if the Cardinals end up stealing one, I'm not going to be shocked either. So there you go. Uh, moving right along, AFC matchup, it's Chad Cars Colts against our guy Pat's B-U-M, I'm sorry, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh, I'm sorry. Freudian slip there, J-B. The Jets hosting the Colts, and the line is a point and a half, which is suspect as fuck for the Jets at home. Point and a half. They're trying to get somebody caught up. All right, uh, exactly. you know the Jets play well at home. Uh, they're developing a run game, whereas the Colts uh, they don't stop. I mean, I mean they're, they're not they're not bad against the run, but they're not great against the run, and that usually means you're not good against the run. So <laughs> just so you know, people uh, in, in, in the NFL, if you're not good at something, you're mediocre at something, you're not very good at. It. All right, so Colts are not very good at stopping the run. Jets are running the ball very well. You know, they're throwing the ball well. You know, I'm going with the Jets at home first. Coach, sorry, Chad. Yep. Rocking with you. Good pick. I'm going the other way. I'm going the Colts. Uh, Andrew Luck is starting, is starting to build some mo. He, you know, they're they're Frank Wright's a good coach, and I I think he he's gonna he's gonna be good for them over time once they start getting some more playmakers. If they were playing a better team. You know, I wouldn't pick them, but I mean, don't be surprised if the Colts make a run. And um, I think it's actually, I think it's actually going to end up being a watchable game. Um, but I'm going to take the Colts on the road just for the sake of just some, just a little bit more dynamic offense. Mm. Although I think overall the Jets are l- a little bit more sound. Um, and of course, they got a big win last week at home. So you may be right. I could be regretting this pick, but hey, I'm going to take the Colts on the road. Uh, all right, it's uh, technically. Two of JB's former employers. Right. Of course, you got the Black Cats, Cat Scratch Fever, the Panthers, going into the motherfucking Hail to the Deadskins. And the point is a is the line is a point for the Panthers on the road against the Redskins. Alright, well, here we go. The Redskins defense started the season off great. They were tremendous actually. So they you know they're two and two, but they could very easily be four and right now. Um their offense sputtered because of course they have your guy at quarterback, and he's a good, he's a good one. He's a dink and dump guy. 
and Alex Smith, guys, for guys that have been under a rock for the last months, uh, the Redskins quarterback, he's a dink and dump guy, okay? Um, they're having some issues with the offensive line, even though they don't, people don't, they, they, people don't talk about it. I watched, I've watched the Redskins play three times this year, and I'm watching what's going on. Cat scratch fever, baby. All right? <laughs> all that being said, with all that, being, with all that being said, cat scratch fever, baby. So, yeah. Thomas Davis is back. All right, bottom line. Ow. Thomas, yeah. Davis, Thomas Davis is back, which makes their defense that much stronger. All right, scary right. thought when it comes to Carolina. All right, right, scary thought, man. So yeah, cash crash fever all day, baby. There it is. First of all, you got a lot. Of, you got a lot of nerve saying Alex Smith is my guy, but what? nonetheless, what? What? No, no. Oh, okay, I'll let it go. <laughs> I like Alex Smith. You're cool, but come on now. Um, uh, yeah, Deadskins, Deadskins. You can't you can't stop a runny nose. Um, and I, I, I like Christian, I like Christian McCaffrey getting loose in this game. Uh, Cam making, I feel like this is going to be, I feel like this is going to be a chippy game too, oh, especially yeah. with, with what's been happening with, uh, Josh, Nor- Josh Norman basically, basically getting punked by Michael Thomas of the Saints last week. Mm. He's going to be out for blood against his former team. It's good. This is going to be a chippy game. Um, but I definitely like the Panthers. I'm getting, getting the win on the road. Uh, moving right along. It's the Bills at the Texans. Another disrespectful line because don't count out the Bills necessarily. The line is 10 for the Texans at home. Who, let's be honest. I don't think either of us trust the Texans. But what, what, what? say you? Uh, I know, uh, right? Now, guys, here we go. This, this is my, my bookie bet of the week. Woo-hoo! I'm going to pick the Bills on the road. And the reason being is just because it's just going to happen. I have no concrete reason why it's going to happen. But shit is going to fucking happen. They're going to find a way to contain Hopkins. And that's all I'm going to say. The Bills are going to find a way to contain Hopkins. He's going to have probably the worst game he's had all season. And the Bills are going to find a way to get done. Shady's going to get loose, all right? It's going to be a shady day. Especially because yeah. they're playing on turf, all right? You know, you're talking about Shady McCoy on turf? Man, that's like fucking putting a road runner out there. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, man. Um... I'm gonna take the bills as well. Mafia, mafia, That's right. Shout out to shout out to DJ Paul and motherfucking Juicy J. Uh, bills Mafia, they get it done. Um, you know Deshaun Watson. I think you need a new coach because I think the talent is there. But for some reason, I was watching. I was watching him closely last week. My man, you you really gotta you really gotta work on your decision making. Like it's uh, and when I say decision making, oh, I don't man. mean just no, like look, completing yeah. a pass. Benny, Benny, yeah, you you yeah, you getting right at, right to it. Some of the hits that boy took last week, hey, you you you're not gonna be a starting quarterback in the NFL very long if you continue to try to take hits like that. I don't give a damn if you are quote unquote built for it, like he said in press conference, uh, built for those yeah. hits. No, you're not, son. You know who's built for those hits? Paul Barkley's built for those hits. You're not. Exactly. Right? <laughs> You're a quarterback. Stop doing that stuff to you. Stop that. Stop doing that to yourself. All right, please. You're you, you yeah. gonna end up getting hurt, boy. Yeah, he 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 holds the ball, he throws the ball, and he runs like he's still at Clemson, and he's gotta outgrow that shit. He has the talent to be really, really good. Oh, yeah. But it's I can tell, like Bill O'Brien, this is gonna be your last year as the as the as the, as the Texas coach. Like, you're gonna be the offensive coordinator at fucking Struggle University next year because oh. you're, you're not you ain't gonna be coaching because he needs if if the Texans want to be a contender, damn it you have to develop fucking Sean Watson. He has the goods, but you gotta help him. Oh, yeah. So 
I think the Bills are just I think the Bills are just going to play a more sound game and I think they're going to get it done on the road as well. I agree. Now, got the Rams, quite possibly the best team in the league. Ooh. But they are banged up and they're going in a mile high and the line is 7 for the Rams on the road mm-hmm. at the Broncos. Well, uh, this is going to be a game where the Rams get their first loss. Um, look, man, Denver is a sneaky good ball club. They got two dynamic young running backs. Their offensive line is playing some, 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 some physical football. Not so much in the pass game, but in the run. Uh, and they, they, they're, they're, they're committed to running the football. Now, with all that being said, they got Ophenum Keenum throwing the ball, but he's got mm-hmm. weapons. So if they can keep Keenum standing up, which let's, let's be completely clear about situations, about the whole shit, the bigger picture, the Rams' defense has not been everything that has been advertised by far. All right? They, yeah, they should They should literally be shutting people out, like pitching shutouts. But this is the NFL. People are too good. All right? So I'm going to say the Rams take their first L. The Broncos barely get it done. Mile high magic happens. Yeah. And yep. the Rams get their first loss this Sunday at 105 at Broncos Stadium at Mile How? There you go. By I the agree. way, by the way, with, by the way, it's going to be 27 degrees and it's going to be snowing. Ooh, the equalizer, and you brought in and you you took me right to it. Because really, really, reviewers, for me, it comes down to this game. Brandon Cooks is fucked up. Cooper Cup is fucked up, and that's probably even bigger because Cooper Cup is like is is like his go to underneath yeah. receiver. And then you got, like you said, the, the 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 even though the Rams have a good defense. They don't necessarily do anything like ridiculously well. They don't have an amazing pass rush. They don't really stop the they they don't really stop the run at an amazing level. They just have playmaker. So because of that, because of the Broncos at home, as JB said, establishing the run game that helps out Case Keenum, because that's really what that's really what Case needs to be successful. Right. He's got he's gotta be able to establish the over the top pass in order to be good. And I agree that, and I'm going to take it so far. This is going to be my 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 bookie bet of the week. Ooh. The Rams take their first L on the road, and hell, shout to my bookie. I may even put some money on this Ooh. game. How about that? Oh, speaking of uh, on that hoe. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, speaking of put, putting some cheese down, uh, the fucking Duval, them Jaguars are headed to the <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> Jaguars at the Cowboys. The line is three for the Jaguars on the road. I totally agree. Uh, Blake Bortles was horrible last week, and he'll be mm-hmm. not he'll be not so horrible this week. Uh, that's simply put. Uh, but the Jaguars defense just got to completely shut down the Cowboys offense. Uh, Ezekiel yep. Elliott, he's going to get his because he's their guy. So yep. he'll touch the ball enough. You know what I'm saying? To to, to, to put forth a fight, but no, nah, I think I think the Jaguars get done in an ugly game. Now I don't think it's going to be a pretty game by any stretch of imagination. Uh, Jaguars get done in an ugly game. Exactly. And uh, if there's one quarterback who's going to play worse than Blake Bortles, it's going to be Dak Prescott. Be and Dak Prescott. Uh, the uh, Jaguars are going to get it down the road. And guess what, Jason Garrett? Uh, believe it or not, you might be the assistant. Offensive coordinator at Struggle University, Ooh. right alongside Bill O'Brien. Just because if those motherfuckers have any sense yeah. in the world, they will try to they they will hire a fucking intern of Sean McVay 
before they keep your ass. If they have any sense in the world. But you know, old Jerry Jones is pulling the reins. So you never know with that old crazy motherfucker. So the Jaguars are going to get it done on the road. Uh, moving right along, there's a few more games left uh, in Savage Picks Week 6. Uh, Ravens, quote the Raven, at the fucking Titans. And the line is two and a half for the Ravens on the road. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh god! Oh, okay. Uh, 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 <laughs> this, this look. Don't get me wrong, reviewers. This is not two bad ball clubs. This is just two evenly matched ball clubs. Yeah. Right. And not so much as offensively, I'd say, because the thing what really evenly matches them is that Titans' offense is very consistent. Well, so is the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. But the Ravens have the, the X factor that they can take the ball down the field when they want to uh, with, with Smoke Brown. They can take the top off the defense. But at the same time, the Titans' defense is really good. Uh, sometimes the Ravens' defense is very good. God damn it. Do I got to pick this game? <laughs> All right. Do I really got to pick this game, man? Oh, uh, there it is. Brought I, it out. I, I, look, I've said it before when we were doing these picks in previous episodes. And if you don't believe me, go back and check it out. I know my homegirl Samantha is gonna gonna be ecstatic about this. She's a reviewer, by the way. She listens faithfully. <laughs> I'm gonna say that the terrible Titans get it done over both the Raven Nevermore. I agree, and basically, you, you basically you just predicted that this game is we we might we might as well put these in as a tie for both of ours. Like JB says tie, Blue says tie, because that's basically what you said. And I agree. There's really no rhyme or reason for this game. The Titans are two and zero at home. I don't know how much that means, but um. Oh yeah! Oh Titans, yeah! Oh yeah! The Titans play very well at home. Bottom line. Yeah. yeah. And that's so another reason why. I I think, I, yeah, I think I think if it, I think if it were Titans at Ravens, I I pick the Ravens. Right, but right. I agree. I'm picking the Titans at home. It's probably going to be one of those who who it, it's this game. This game is going to probably come down to turnovers. Let's be honest. Whoever turns the ball over the least will win. There you go. Um. All right. Time for our two primetime games. And, Jamie, let me tell you, I'm going to be watching this game with, like, Michael Jackson, like the Michael Jackson meme when he, he's eating fucking popcorn. Yes, sir. It's the Chiefs at the Pats, dude. Ooh. Three and a half for the Pats at home. I'm going to be looking forward to this fucking game. Ooh. Jesus Christ. And hey, this thing is going to be a knockdown, drag out, battle of coaches, battle of players, battle of wits, war of attrition, war of the roses. You know, this, this shit is going to be fucking nasty, all right? Uh, and it's going to boil down to who coaches better, all right? You got two teams that don't really make a bunch of mistakes. Now, what you do have is a chief defense that's not very good. Let's be clear, all right? Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's keep it all the way funky, as my man Benny Blue likes to say. Let's be clear, all right? I'm giving you, I'm giving you X factors as to why I'm picking who I'm picking. Defense is not very good, all right? But who is good is that goddamn number 12, right? He's a fucking maniac back there. And he has weapons now, right? Mm-hmm. He has weapons now. So, Patrick Mahomes, showtime, as they call him, right? I say this. The Chiefs get their first loss this, this week against a well-coached Patriots team. We know what Bill Belichick's going to do. Three kill. You can pretty much cancel your day. You're not, you, might, you might catch two balls, right? You can pretty much cancel your day because they're going to shut you the fuck out. You ain't getting shit. Belichick's not gonna let you beat him. And who else? Oh, Kelsey. I hope he does well. I got him in fantasy. 
Uh, but, yeah. you know, those are his two big weapons. Kareem Hunt, they'll live and die with you. All right, they'll live and die with Kareem Hunt. All right, they feel like they can stop the run pretty well, and they have done it over the last two, three weeks. These get their first loss in Gillette Stadium. All right, it's going to be a beautiful day for football, 61 degrees, part of the cloudy skies. All right, it's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fun as hell game to watch, and I agree. The old Pat Riots get it done at home in the big shaving cream bowl. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs take their first loss. Like you said, it's, they're they're kind of another one of those teams where they're honestly it's funny because like I, I heard I don't know who said it, but they they got it right to a T. Basically, the Chiefs are like a, a professional version of like a Big Twelve team, mm. where it's like it's it's air raid. They let it loose, but it's also fucking high scoring, fucking yeah, gun slinging, yeah. shootout game. Patriots have Julian Edelman. He's going to be fucking... He's going to be exposing the zone all day long. And guess what? Oh, yeah. They were right in his obituary, but I expect some big over-the-top shit from one Josh Gordon. Hell I yeah. think he's going to get four or two. You know, now, like you said, you said it perfectly. I mean, old, old number 12, he's got weapons now. And now is the time of the year... Where the Pats are going to start rattling off some wins, and the Chiefs are going to take their first L. I agree. We both say the Pats at home. And finally, uh, JB, how does that? Uh, how does that Monday Night Football music go? I forgot. Monday Night Football. Look, they, they got look. They, they got fucking Hank Williams Jr. and uh, uh, Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. And some other guy, I don't even fucking need to cut some other fucking rock and roll guy. I don't even fucking right. know. What the fuck is that about? All right. You know, shout out to Jason Derulo for getting the bag and the other cat and Hank Williams Jr. Yeah. been doing this shit for years. Right. Right. You know, hey, hey whatever. I guess if they love it, if they like it, I love it, I guess. I don't know. That's fucking. But anyway. All I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is, Carrie Underwood, that bitch can sing. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. She can get, she can get the job too. Yeah, yeah she and she can get the. I know yeah. she's she, you're married. Work, yeah. You're a married woman, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, but if you were single, we understand it, Carrie. Oh, yeah, trust and believe. You can, you can get yeah. that consensual work. You know what I'm saying? How she can get the job. That's either that's either say focus, focus. That's either here or there. It's the Lions <laughs> at the Cheese Eaters, and the line is nine and a half for the Cheese Eaters mm. at home, which I guess makes sense. But I'm not gonna watch this game. This this is you want to talk about? Do I really do I really got to pick this? This is it. Well, uh, you know it, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you know it, it's Monday night, and you can't go against Aaron Rodgers on Monday night because he's going to do what he does. It's nighttime in Lambeau Field. It's going to be a beautiful fall night at Lambeau Field, forty six degrees, clear skies. The goddamn ball will be floating through the air like just just like BBs in the dark. It's going to be crazy. All right. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers is going to be slanging that thing all over the place. And the 49ers will be down by fucking 30 points before they know it. Yeah, it's not going to be one of the games you want to watch people. But, hey, it's Monday Night Football. What else you got to do on Monday night? Packers get it done right. over, the, over the 49ers who are in dire straits. Yeah. Yeah, I'm picking the Packers as well. If the, if the Niners had Jimmy G, I would honestly pick them. Um, but they don't. And uh, they're going to get worked. Unfortunately, in my division, it's shitty because that, that means they're basically giving the Packers a win to keep them alive in the division, which, as we know, the Packers just have a way of doing that shit. Uh, so I, I pick the Packers as well. My kitties have a bye week. The Saints have a bye week. Uh, so that's it for Savage Picks Week 6. We'll see who's right, who's wrong, who's both right, who's both wrong. 
And that's it. We love you. JBMAHorgy.com. Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up, mate. What? All right, I got a special don't be done, right? Oh, I like this. That's what don't be done. Actually, I got two of them, right? First one goes out to a one Jimmy Buck. Okay? Huh. Yeah, if you guys been under the rock for the last three or four days, Jimmy Butler has not been coming to camp. He wants a max contract, right? Or he wants to be traded. I think more so the trade part because he claims he doesn't want to be in, where is he, at Milwaukee? No, he's in Minnesota. Yeah, you, 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 said, you said that last week. It's fucking Minnesota. Yeah, he's stop, in Minnesota. Stop disrespecting so, those people, man. So, yeah, so he's in Minnesota, right? <laughs> he don't want to be there, right? Because he said that the Young Bucks are basically they stuck at, okay? So, yep. um, or he wants to be paid. He wants that max contract, right? Well, Jimmy Butler comes to practice day before yesterday, clowning, talking shit, acting a fool, beeping with everybody. You know, you're running with the twos and threes, going against starting group, fucking them over. He yells out, you need, motherfuckers need me, or whatever the fuck he said to the administration. Um, Jimmy Butler, shut the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They offered you a contract last year when your ass sucked. Jimmy Butler ain't did shit in two years. Let's be, let's be clear. All right? He ain't did shit in two fucking years. They offered you a contract, damn it. Yeah, the the mid, mid, midway to the end of last year, four-year extension worth like over 100. Right? He refused it. You're a dumbass. Okay? Sit your punk ass down. I don't think you're a max contract player. All right? You're, you're, a, you're a glorified role player. Be clear, baby. All right? Let's be all the way. Let's keep it all the way 100. You're a glorified role player. You've never been a star on anybody's team. Um... It is what it is. If you want to, you want to be real about the situation. If it was me, I would trade his ass to Miami, and we're gonna see what he's gonna do. Because D-Wade's on right. his way out, right? We're gonna, you, we're gonna give you to Miami. We're gonna give you Miami. Here you go. Go to Miami. Do your thing. Then we'll see what you're gonna do. But shut, sit down and shut the fuck up, right? Right. Just shut up. That interview. Just shut the fuck up, right? Uh, my next don't be dumb goes to a one Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Odell Beckham did a interview. With Lil Wayne. Josephina Anderson and Lil Wayne. Why? Why? Well, can you somebody can somebody tell what the fuck that was about? Why the fuck was Lil Wayne there? Why? What was, what was the purpose of Wheezy F Baby being at the interview? A Dwayne, a one Dwayne Carter being at the interview. Lil Wayne, you have nothing to do with sports. You are an artist, right? One of the best rappers that we've seen in our time. Shout out to you, sir. Right? Carter Five's a decent out. But Odell Beckham Jr. Sit down, shut the fuck up. Right? Sit down, shut the fuck up. All right, you're you're a cancer to your football team who is already bad, already bad. So you're adding insult to injury. Like, sit down and shut the fuck up. You got all these these little fucking. Retrosexual motherfuckers on your team that starting to act like your punk ass. Certain Shepard on the sideline fighting a bitch. Well, where do you get it from? We saw you fighting the kicking net, right? Kicking that one, by the way. And ah. this year we see you talking shit to the fucking to the to the super cool fan. Right? You know, you getting hyped with a super cool fan. Stop with the with the little girl shit on the sideline, bro. Like his whole demeanor is girly. He, not, I ain't talking about Todd Gurley neither. Right, Todd Gurley's a man. Huh. Right? 
We talking about Odell and his girl ass rant, bro. Like, sit your punk ass down somewhere. Go play football. Hey, bad times are gonna happen, and so is you live and die. So is the sun rising the east, test in the west. Bad times are gonna happen in sports and on professional sports teams, on college sports teams, on high school sports teams. Don't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. But it takes a leader to put his fucking nose to the grind and continue to work. And if you got something to say, you say the shit in your in the comfort of your own goddamn locker room, where ain't nobody around. You say the shit around your teammates, and I'm not talking about fucking gossip girl shit. I'm talking right, about you right guys on. sit down in a meeting room like we used to do back in the day, and we sat and talked it out. We had all kind of turmoil going on. I, I'll never forget when Steve Smith, who's one of my, my brothers I love him to death, stole on a, a one Ken Lucas on the football field, and we had to talk about that shit. We had a forum, an open forum amongst grown men in a meat room. It got hot. It got heated. You know what I'm saying? We had to separate some people. But everything got off of everybody's chest. Everything got off everybody's chest. That was, if I'm not mistaken, that was, that was, that was 2007. Right? Yeah. That was 2007. But that's the way you handle shit. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the way you handle shit. If you don't think Eli's playing up his potential, or if you don't think Eli's playing well, then you you, you go to Eli's. And man, these motherfuckers grew up with each other. It was the right. same high school. If you don't think Eli's right. playing up his potential, or if there's a way that you want to get the ball down the field, or you feel like you need more balls down the field, how about you and Eli sit together in the film room and say, look, okay, they're playing this coverage. How about you go to your office coordinator and say, look, how about you put me in the slot sometime? How about you hone your craft and learn every fucking wide out position on that football field so they can move your stupid ass around and you can make plays? Right. Straight right. Right up. I'm not finna be no bitch and just keep fucking ranting, uh, uh, ranting so people can see the shit. Just so people can, like, oh, Odell, he, uh, Odell, Odell, fuck that shit. I'm gonna go to my coach and be like, look, man, I want the ball. And, I, and I'm saying this because if I know if I get the ball, I'm going to make those plays. And we're going to fucking win ball games, man. This is going to open everything up. Shaquan Barkley's a great running back. If we can, if I take the top off this thing, how much better is his run game going to be? Right? Oh, yeah. That's the shit oh, that you yeah. do. You don't act like no fucking bitch. All right? So, Jimmy Butler, Dodell Beckham Jr., don't be fucking. Man. Dropping the motherfucking mic. Drops the mic and walks off the stage. Wow. Staring at the crowd, though. Exactly. You, you, you stare them motherfuckers down. Brilliant. And then walk off the stage. Because reviewers, that's how we get it done. There's nothing more to be said. At JB and Benny Blue. JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all your past episodes. Listen to us. Subscribe. Five-star rate us on iTunes. We're also available on Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And that's it. We love you. Oh, yeah. Until next week and the coveted 100th episode. Keep rocking with us because we're rocking with you because we are the too, JB baby. and Benny Blue Review and we are for the people. And until next time, we out. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Peace. Oh, Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Ah, Mondays. 
just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.